that first half was so strange to watch. Honestly, I don't think anything went well. And surprisingly, the Kings were only down, what was it, like three points? Can you imagine if he was a Celtic or a Laker? Oh, gosh, man. Would they would be not, they wouldn't stop talking about him. He would be considered a top two center. Yeah. I just thought that was the craziest thing. So even really great teams who are on a roll this season, even their fan bases are just never satisfied. Welcome to the Sports Ethos Kings cast. It's daily. Joined by my co-pilot, Naima. What's happening? What's going on, y'all? Woo. Tough game, but we got the W. Let's move forward. First quarter, nothing much to say, really. Kings starter shot. Zero for nine from three. Kings also had seven turnovers. The Grizzlies themselves had seven threes. Uh, they were up 33 to 18 at the end of the quarter. Second quarter, Malik Monk finally finally hits the first three. Trey Lyles hits a turnaround baseline J and hits a three a few plays later. Domas carries the Kings with offensive rebounds and putbacks. Kings within three, 47 to 50 to end the half. That first half was so strange to watch. Honestly, I don't think anything went well. And surprisingly, the Kings were only down, what was it, like three points by the half. But Domas, 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 I cannot praise that man enough. What would we do without him, truly? Uh, you know, I have no idea. I think we'd be probably trying to play for the play-in. For real. That's what I think. And, and shout out to the Mountaintops. Not everybody gets a 20 and 26 line you know what i mean it won't be talked about we all know how nba media mm-hmm. is you're not going to say nothing much about this uh but we I know it's a big it so deal badly for him too <laughs> like he had 18 points for the longest time i'm like come on get that 20 and 20 and then kevin passed it to him and i'm like yes can you imagine if he was a celtic or a laker oh, gosh man would they would be not they wouldn't stop talking about him he would be considered a top two center or something oh without a doubt seriously moving forward stroll 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 third quarter domas is 20 rebounds in 22 minutes at this point keegs gets a steal which converts into a De'Aaron three from the right corner hb gets a left corner three 64 62 uh, Kings get their first lead of the game. HB hits another three after missing his first seven attempts. It was frustrating. I was losing patience. Uh, Kings were up 75-71 at the end of the quarter. Fourth quarter, ooh, patented Monk to JaVale Oop. Grizz go on a little run, though. They go up four. Herter hits a timely right corner three. Kings up one with four minutes to go. De'Aaron does De'Aaron things. He hits a pull-up three. Then Trey Lyles hits a right corner three off a Harrison Barnes slurro step paint spray. Beautiful. Kings get the W. You know what it is. So I first I want to give a shout out to the Memphis Grizzlies. Like they had so many players out and they made this game close. Um, and they kept fighting until the very end. And no matter how many runs the Kings went on, they they kept fighting and could have possibly won this game as well. But in the end, the Kings um, came out. I mean, our we fought, our shots finally started to hit literally the last five minutes of the game. <laughs> I mean, we probably hit more three. We had probably hit more threes in that fourth quarter than we did all first half with Trey um, hitting one, Kevin hitting one. You know. Um, as well as Fox, but I don't know if they counted Foxes as a three. I don't know. The 
scoreboard, I think, counted it as a two. Maybe he had a foot on the line. But, you know, a win is a win, and sometimes teams teams win ugly, and today the Kings won ugly. Right on. And shout-out to the Grizz, like you said, yeah. uh, for playing 500 ball lately uh, in their past 10 games, uh, considering their depleted roster. We might have lost this game if they had Vince Williams Jr., who's been going off. Uh, mm-hmm. So what can I say? Um, we pulled through like a veteran team should do. And uh, so glad we got this win. And uh, I do want to say shout out and, and congratulations to all the 49er fans in here. Even the new ones. Uh, I know there's some <laughs> new fans who, who just bought their jerseys probably last month. Uh, good for you. Uh, but hey, better late than never. Um, I'm sure you're you welcome. start somewhere, right? Yeah. And, and so shout out to you guys. Uh, great games this weekend. All right. Cardiac Kings. What's happening? Quick comments. I'll keep mine short. First of all, Kings fans can thank me because every time HB has one of these games, I always tweet some ridiculous thing about how I'm taking away his pu- my public apology, and then he immediately hits shots. So that's first. Second, shout out to that Matt Hurt guy that just got called up today on Memphis. That guy's kind of a baller. Um, third, I had two or I basically have two questions for uh, Daily Sabonis or Naima. One, what do we think about these JaVale McGee minutes over Alex Glenn? And two, on Thursday, do we think it's going to be Sabonis, Fox, or both that get the all-star reserve spots? And that's pretty much all the questions I have. Um, I'm going to put those questions on hold. As far as the JaVale McGee minutes, uh, he's he's been okay. Um, I mean, there's no proof either way. Uh, even when Len played, uh, we would lose a few games and win a few games. Um uh, there are times where JaVale looks really good. And, and then there were times like earlier in this game where it's like, oh man, everybody had butterfingers and there were a lot of turnovers. But then you saw his value uh, later on when he started hitting the oops and he started contesting shots. So it's a mixed bag. What can I say? As long as we get the win, I, I honestly don't care who gets those minutes. That's my take. Uh, Naima, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of weird. Like, Len, he usually, um, when he plays for the Kings, he gives a solid minute. So it's kind of weird him getting DNPs and all. Um, But I I would play Len over JaVale, but I'm not going to question what Mike Brown is doing. Um, But I do like the minutes that both both of them give when they do get get a chance. I mean, um, JaVale had a couple foul stupid fouls um but he did score a few times as well he does have that chemistry with monk monk just didn't play that well this uh tonight but yeah for the most part um yeah i i i think i would play len over javel but again they get sometimes uh javel is hit with dnps and len plays so it's just like um both it goes both ways um uh, as for the all-star game i think domos definitely it will be a um, will be named an all-star. I'm not sure 100% about Fox uh, because he kind of had like a down month in January. And sometimes it's recency bias and people just think about uh, in- that instead of what he did like from the start up until like December. So, um, but we'll see. Hopefully they'll both get in, but th- those are my thoughts. And the coaches know though, right? I mean, Domas for sure, like you said. <laughs> I-, I totally agree with you, but yeah. I think the coaches know uh, who busted their ass uh, earlier in the season, and that was De'Aaron. 
Because it, yep. it is only coaches, or is it like a mixture? It's or a mixture. It? I don't have it in front of me right now. I should know that. I'm sure somebody else here knows it. Uh, but they know who was busting their ass. And, and I think, honestly, De'Aaron was carrying the load for the first part of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it, it's who knows? I, I mean, the West is so deep with talent. But yeah. my question to everybody else, and back to you, Cardiac, are you okay if only one of them makes it, or neither I of them? Mean, makes it? I'm okay. I mean, it's cool to have like the uh, recognition of them all stars because I really truly think they both are all star players. Like they, they, yeah, the coaches know like De'Aaron and Sabonis bust their asses. But honestly, I don't really think Sabonis or Fox really. Like if they don't get it, I don't think it's gonna. They really care that much. Like I think they're more focused on playoffs right now, which is good. I mean, I mean, Sabonis even said tonight post game, he's like, "Yeah, it'd be nice to get get it, but I really don't care, honestly." So and, yeah, and and to be honest, you already know their wives could care less. It's like, oh, really? Oh, We're gonna yeah. go to Indiana? Yeah, like you know what I mean. Utah and, was I cool because that's the dope vacation, a little snow they, scenario. They know in their minds, like they know they're both all star players. Like they they know that. I mean. It's nice to have the recognition, but I mean, like, you know, for a second year in a row, Simonis is going to once again get the probably the rebounding crown again. So, I mean, you know, you lead the league in any stat, you know, you're a good player. So, I don't really think they care too much, you know. Yeah, right on. And, and honestly, even yeah, from right. last year, thinking about last year, I would trade all their individual accolades to get yeah, past the first to round. Get the, yeah, okay. but, that's how I see it. You made like a good point too, because like they both have babies under like two. I don't, you know, I mean, if they can get time off and spend time with them, I think they would take that, you know. Yeah, well, not down, not to mention their injuries. You know, it, it's it's like they, I know they have nagging injuries. You could totally tell. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, great question, cardiac. We appreciate you coming through. Thank you, man. Yep. yep. Thanks for hosting, Manny. What's up? We know how the Kings are. Sometimes, sometimes they play down to the competition. They were missing a bunch of shots. But I look, I mean, I try to put a little twist on it, right? Like, hey, they could have folded in, lost to the team, which would have been horrendous loss against that team. They gritted it out. Domas did his thing. Fox was hitting them at the end. Like, I'm going to pull out a win, man. It can't be pretty all the time. I, I remember watching some of those Bulls teams. They would play their worst ball. Championship years played a worst ball against some of the worst teams just because they just kind of let it cruise for a little bit and it happens sometimes right like we got a what is it a four game winning streak now after the four game losing streak like yeah i'll take it any day i'll take it bro you gotta take it's the middle of the season it's the grind it's almost the all-star break like guys are there's i know you shouldn't do this as a professional but like it's hard not to be human you're looking a lot of the guys are going to get time off come at the all-star break like it's kind of right around the corner. It happens, man. Like, I, and I don't think. Look, if the if the if the Kings make a move, that's great. I fully expect them not to because I just don't think. I mean, I heard what they like. The Bulls wanted two ones for Caruso. I mean, there's just some outrageous wants from other teams right now. I don't need Monty biting on anything just for the hell of it when you don't have to. If there's something that's great that looks to them and they're willing to do whatever he needs to do, then go for it, Monty. Like, I'm good. If you don't, in my eyes, it's not because you didn't try. It's because they were trying to fleece you and you're not here to be fleeced. So 
you roll with what you got to the end of the year then whatever happens happens go into the off season you make your moves then like but if guys are going to be like i already know there's going to be people out there like if they don't make a move they're going to flip out and have the crazy reaction it's like dude like you if it's not there it's not there you don't make a move just to make a move you make it because you see something good to go get you got it at the price you wanted it at but you're not you're not this team isn't at the end of a run where you're just going to make a move because you have little shelf life this team has a long shelf life ahead of it it doesn't need to go make any rational irrational moves i always say man there's so many fans here that just want to be part of a woj bomb like why we just want to be part of the news and a we don't have extra picks we just have our own so if we sacrifice and, and mortgage our future for a guy it better be the guy and there's mm-hmm. really only five of them and they're not being traded you know what i mean uh i wouldn't give three picks for somebody who's just going to get us past and the first let's round. not forget i won't say let's not forget but let's be honest too they like if there's a big move to be made there's only one for this team that it can make after that you're not going to have anything left to be able to do anything so if there is per se a big move to be made at some point you got to make sure it's the right one because after that you're pretty screwed so i'd rather like i'd rather see some smaller moves made at this point you know like little moves here and there and then see what happens in the offseason but for now like 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 we said i think you've said it i've said it but like and monty we trust let them do their jobs that's why they do what they do that's why we watch from afar so let's just see what happens so two draft picks I'm willing to give up for someone like Mikhail Bridges. Oh, for sure. Three draft picks, I think that's a little too much. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get it. And, and some people it. were telling me, oh, well, that's the market. It's like you could dictate whatever you want to dictate. And if it doesn't happen, mm-hmm. it doesn't happen. Don't force the issue and and give but up I all think, your picks. But I also think on the reverse of that, if he made, let's say he did give up three. You you probably in a discussion be like, eh, I don't know if I would have done that, but you're gonna let it right out and see what happens, right? Like, hey, well, of course. I mean, and, right. and I'll so, shut my mouth if they make the Western Conference Finals. Hey, there you go. What are you gonna so, do? But, uh, you know, to give that give up that many picks, oh man, you're asking for trouble. And and I know there are some people waiting, but this is funny. Um, a a prominent Timberwolves blog, even though the Wolves are in second place in the West. They're talking about, damn, we need a new coach. <laughs> like what? Like, did you think that this was, you know, peak Chicago Bulls where they're, they're running through everybody and they have to win like 65 games. That's crazy. Right. And I like dude, actually, like, I like the way he called that one game where Towns had like what 65 or whatever he had and he, and they lost and he basically called outcast like, and dude, I was like, to me, that's a that's a coach, man. Like, I get it that you had this personal accolade. I get all this, but all that nonsense that you guys did at the end, like, that's why you lost. And at the end of the day, we're here for wins and losses. If you happen to get personal accolades along the line, cool. And I'm not blaming I'm not I'm not blaming Towns on that because he owned like wanting to win more. But as far as everybody else around him being like, hey, y'all need to come play this. Like, you're not kids anymore. Like, play the game right. And you're going to get those wins. 
So I like that. I, I like the coach, man. Like, yeah, no, I think Chris Finch is solid, and yeah, uh, solid. you know, let l- decide who your coach is going to be. Like at least after this playoff run, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. I just thought that was the craziest thing. So even the really great teams who are on a roll this season, even their fan bases are just never satisfied. Thank you, Manny. Appreciate you. Thanks, man. Uh, Sean, thanks for waiting. What's up? Hey, what's going on? Hey, man. A dub is a dub. I think we showed resilience, and uh, we were able to pull that out, so that was good to see. The only thing that's uh, kind of driving me nuts is just the uh, undisciplined, sloppy ball, like handling. Like, I, I mean, it's Fox did it. Monk's done it. But, like, we're just these one-handed passes that are just going out of bounds can't have that so hopefully we can improve and uh you know not do that against good teams but the one thing i wanted to bring up uh what is everybody's feeling about monk right now man is he just going through it is he tired like he looks very undisciplined right last couple games and he's just kind of forcing the issue or or do you think teams are kind of adjusting on the pick and roll like what's what's your take on that you don't know about the malik monk experience (laughs) no i'm I'm (laughs) kidding i i mean like I said before, let him go through his rough patch now instead of later. Uh, we know he's going to deliver in the playoffs. I, I have full faith in him. Uh, when big games are on the line, he brings it. Um, but yeah, sometimes he does fuck around. It looks like he's like that he's almost the, too uh, loose, right? Like he's like, yeah, that you're behind too loose. the back on the the fast break, and then he tried to go like behind the back and then kick it out. I'm like, what is he doing? And then the one play where he. Uh, comes off a pick a roll and goes between the leg and Fox is like, what the fuck are you throwing this ball to? But Hey man, at the end of the day, we got the dub on a four game win streak. So I don't, you know, move on to Miami and bring your a game. Cause they're a good team. Yeah. And, and we all know a locked in monk sometimes is the best player on the floor. So, yeah. and he's sometimes he's the best King uh, during a game. So, you know, I'm not going to give him too much slack. He, he gets all the grace from me. Um, because of what he's done. And he's actually had probably the longest stretch of his career when he was been playing peak Malik Monk basketball. And, and this is just a recent rough patch. So yeah, we'll see how long it lasts, man, but we know how good he is. He's also his shots just not falling right now. And I think he's just trying to force the issue. Once a shot starts falling at a more higher clip, you know, that opens up the pick and roll even more, but uh, Hey man, we'll uh, see what happens in Miami. So go Kings. Right on Sean. Appreciate you, man. Eurosec, what do you think of Sabonis's um, new and improved post-up game? I love Sabonis. That's what I told. That's what I've been telling the whole time. Like they, they were. I mean, they were just some Kings fans were um, criticizing him after the playoffs and stuff. You know, the guy has been doing the best he can. That's what he can do. Like, and then he keeps getting better at the things that he could do. He helps the team. He's not selfish. He just sometimes he has like eight point game and like fifteen rebounds, but the team still wins. That's what he cares about. Yeah, and, and the assist. Uh, no, but he has a right hand now. He has a little left hook. His footwork's amazing now. Yeah, like yep. He, I mean, he's not Louis Scola yet, but he's getting there. He's better than Louis Scola, but not in the post up game. But he's yeah, like, that's what I mean. Overall, overall, he's better than like I would go. I would go. Jokic is the best European big ever. Then I would go, Divac, my childhood hero as a player, not as, as a manager. I would go Divac. <laughs> I would go, Arvida Sabonis. Third, he's not number one. 
No, Arvid Asabonis is the third. Interesting. Then, then I would go Mehmet Okur. Okay, I don't say Nowitzki is a big. Like Nowitzki never played like a big. No. But if we're gonna put Nowitzki in the picture, we're gonna put him in the first place, of course. Then I would go Paul Gasol as the fourth. Then I would say Sabonis. But Schengen is coming along. Schengen is gonna be in that conversation. You know, Schengen is gonna be like is gonna be dominating the league in a few years. So and he's a little like, smaller. He's athletic, man. Yeah. He's fucking athletic. Like today, he dunked over LeBron. He dunked over AD. He's strong. He's getting there. I'm proud of him. Nice. Uh, thanks, Euro. Naima, any last words? I hope the Kings come out better than they did against. It's funny because we were in the studio last uh, night and we we're talking about how they shouldn't have started so slow. And that's exactly what they did this game. But hopefully against Miami, we uh, start uh, better and we play um, better with more energy and more effort. Um, and, yeah, we win. We hopefully get our, what is it, fifth win in a row. Yeah, so, yeah, light the beam. You guys are the best. We appreciate you all coming through. Uh, good day, good night, and light the beam. Night, y'all.